Welcome to the Restaurant Podcast. Today we're speaking to Charlie Meller, owner of the Laughing Heart in East London. He recently teamed up with Pavel Bazakov to launch restaurant delivery platform Big Night, which is pitched at high quality independence and offers commission rates as low as 5%. Restaurants signed up include Leroy, Weston's Laundry and Luca. So thanks for joining us, Charlie. How's it going? Uh, well, thank you, Joe. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. So you're, you're taking on the likes of Deliveroo and, and, and Uber Eats with uh, Big Night. C- can you tell us a little bit about the project? Sure. Uh, well, Big Night is a... Um... Well, it's, it's a new it's a new tech platform uh, designed to sort of you know facilitate bringing independent restaurants to people's doors. It was born out of uh, out of lockdown when um, uh, we ourselves you know me at the Laughing Heart, uh, my restaurant on Hackney Road, were um, sort of struggling to to find a, 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 an appropriate solution to uh, you know to, to 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 get our takeaways to people when we really badly needed. That that income, and um, I, at the time I was, you know, hanging out with uh, my my buddy Pernell. He mentioned that um, he was you know, f- fully able to to design a platform for us, um, and and so that's how it began as an independent web shop, and then you know that, that enabled us to sort of met all our needs, had all the, all the features that we required, and enabled us to 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 work with our own drivers to ensure. A, a quality of, of uh, customer service that was in line with the, the philosophy of the restaurant. And, and that worked well. And then others started to inquire. Ed Thor from Leroy was opening Royale, his rotisserie chicken concept, and wanted a website. And it just sort of went from there. And quite quickly, people were approaching Pavel. And, and when we sort of decided that, that this actually had the that it had legs, and it was, it was an opportunity to be um, trying to provide a, a broader service for the community your commission rates are significantly lower than um delivery and and and, and uber eats how are you how, how are you managing to to, to to offer that well i mean honestly what what i think the, the bigger question is why is it that it needs to cost so much actually i mean you know we, we we've modeled the finances on on this and you know even taking into account uh, a generous budget for marketing and promotion of the restaurant partners that we work with and trying to grow and develop a platform to do New and exciting things, um, pay a living wage to the to the to the, to the drivers that, that the contract to us. Uh, you know, we we were you know important to me at the very beginning was trying to understand uh, how we could make this as affordable as possible for restaurants because the commissions are ultimately not viable in the long run. Uh, the, the the higher up that they get. And, and you know, we, we, we looked at it and realized that between, a, uh, you know, a, a reasonable delivery fee, a, uh, you know, a, a very small service charge of just one pound charge paid by the customer per order, and then, uh, you know, a commission as low as 5% compared to, you know, up to 30, et cetera, from some of the major players that we were able to uh, to grow the company, and that, and that, that it, would, it would it would make sense for us financially. And how many restaurants are you currently working with? At the moment, there's just eight of us on the platform, but there's you know that's that's, that's growing all the time, and uh, you know this was certainly you know open to receiving submissions of interest from people. Uh, you know we, we will be approaching other restaurants in the future, but I personally don't think that this this moment in time. Where you know when when restaurants are just reopening and things are really stressful and people have enough to worry about, they they certainly don't need me cold calling. So I'm letting people come to us right now. 
Sure. And is the service concentrated around East London? Well, that, that was certainly how we were we were approaching it at the beginning, because we were concerned about um, uh, about territories and how, how to expand into them. But we feel like we, we've sort of uh, managed to solve that problem as well. Uh, so we, we, we have we have you know two restaurants down in Peckham. We have a restaurant in Bermondsey. Um, so it's 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 by no means is it uh, is it uh, intended that this is going to be an East London centric platform. What I want to work with are fantastic restaurant brands that have philosophies that are in line with with you know what I do at the Laughing Heart and, and all the restaurant partners we have at the moment. Sure. So there's an element of of, of curation there. You you wouldn't go with you know, that is absolutely. I'd say yeah. my most sort of important day to day job right now. Yeah. I mean, I um, you know, we're not just going to open this this up to, to to anybody that wants to jump on. Like, I mean, you know, I'm certainly interested in hearing from people. But we, but we what we want to work with are yeah, restaurants that have that have similar ideologies. Yeah. Sure. And is is it delivered by people on 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 bicycles or, or mopeds or or, or or how does that bit work? We we have we, within the fleet there are you know there are there are cyclists there are moped riders there are, there are, there are drivers in cars. Yeah. It really depends on um, what the requirements of the restaurants are. I mean depending depending on the size of their packaging. There are, there are a few different factors that we determine what it is that people are going to require. You are, of course, a sommelier by trade, and the Laughing Heart has a very well-regarded wine list. Um, have you managed to incorporate that into the delivery offer? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, it's an opportunity that I think every restaurant should look at right now. There are government initiatives which are enabling people to sort of convert their license to have an off-license yeah. facility to, um, yeah, to, to sort of facilitate takeaway of some booze as well. I mean, we've always had that because we've always run as an off-license as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we sell wine and there's wine on the platform. I have a, a curated selection of bottles on there that I think is suitable with the food offering, uh, you know, um, but, but, uh, as opposed to trying to run the full, the full wine list from there. A big part of the uh, wine experience at the Laughing Heart is um, help, getting help from your, your, your team when choosing a bottle. Have you managed to sort of replicate that service on, online? Well, look, I mean, we, uh, we do have internal communications within the website that people can log on and have a chat if they, if, if, if they, if they would like to. I mean, obviously, as well, the, um, the, you know, now that the, uh, the, the restaurant's back open, I have some people in the building the phones are always manned, and people can sign up and, and, and make inquiries before they before they place their order. A lot of people enjoy doing that, uh, and you know, as sort of as we go, um, you know, one of the things that I'm that I'm looking to integrate is is uh, a much stronger sort of narrative element of things like copy on the site that kind of help contextualise each bottle for each person. Okay. Um, you know, that's something that's, that would be you know a relatively easy thing to introduce. I'll be honest with you, man. I'm working all the time right now. I just haven't had time to write these descriptions for all these wines yet. And have you worked with? Um, it's your chef is Tom, isn't it? Um, have, have you have you worked with Tom to um, make the, the the food more suited to d- delivery in terms of the way the dishes are, are sort of conceived? Because I mean, some things don't travel better than others. Well, that's that's exactly right. And I think that that um, you know, pretty nearly every restaurant sort of had to. Figure out one way or another how to represent their product. Uh, you know, working within the within that construct, uh, and and that, and that can be um, actually really liberating in a creative way. Uh, I mean, the direction that we've opted to go, and in fact, which is a direction that that that, that, that several other restaurants on the platform are taking, and that our research is showing that that, that our 
guests at the end are ultimately really engaging with is rather than trying to receive something perfect and hot every time that a mixture of, of things that you finish home as well. And so, so that, 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 I mean, that's, that's what we're doing right now. We have a sort of Szechuan meal kit that's available as an omnivorous kit or a vegetarian kit. And those are the two things we're offering. And it's entirely finished at home. So you boil a large pot of water and everything arrives. And, all, and, it, and it's sort of, uh, if you had boiled water on, on, the, on the hob when, when, the, when the kit arrived at your door, within seven minutes you could be, you know, sitting down to dinner. Uh, and it, it just, everything goes in sous vide into, into, into the pot and cook some dandan noodles. And then you can just tear open the packs and dress and serve and everything's there for you. And a lot of restaurants um, have had to change their, their, their wine lists um, because, because of the, the, the pandemic using fewer suppliers and, and having less holding stock. Is, is that something you've had to do too? Yeah, we've absolutely had to. I mean, you know, the, 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 the laughing heart is... Um, Oh, it's always, it's always been, uh, you know, sort of an interesting game that I've played. I mean, I've never had any money, but I've always had a lot of wine, <laughs> which is uh, which is complicated. It's a complicated combination of things to manage. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and, and one of the things that we did have uh, at the start of lockdown was a, was, a, was a pretty comprehensive seller. And we also had masses of supplier debt trying to pay for it. So, you know, it, I mean, I, like, I, I definitely sold down... Um, you know, a, 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 lot, a lot of the stock that we had, I've tried to keep a small selection of wines in, like a kind of a personal collection of, uh, of, of, of you know, two, three hundred bottles. That, that, that means that for the wine lovers out there, they, there's always going to be something really interesting that I can sort of find squirreled away in the corner. Um, but uh, yeah, we've we, we've dropped our list down from over 300 references down to about 60 now. Uh, and, 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 you know, the, the, the way that we're, the, sort of what I'm hoping to achieve with that is a lot more focus and, and, to, and, to, and to move through wines as the menu changes. Um, and, and, and in, in fact, I think I'm really enjoying it. Like, it's sort of, um, it's, it's, it's a different way of working and it will enable us to rebuild the cellar over time as and when those wines are paid for. It, uh, you know, it, it means that we're, that we're not making commitments to our suppliers that we're not able to honour right now. I'm still working, you know, in theory with everyone, and and, and I like the idea of, of of being able to support different different um, importers by placing small orders here and there. But I also like to support them by being able to pay on time. So um, you know, that's uh, that's that's sort of the approach that we're taking. Sure, it's interesting. I've, I've spoken to quite a few people that have reduced the size of their wine list and, they, and they've said roughly what you said in that I mean probably they probably wouldn't have chosen to do it but they have actually ended up finding it both enjoyable and sort of useful because I guess it, it just sort of focuses you yeah definitely and it, as well it's, I mean, it's not just for me I mean I have a fantastic team of young sommeliers pretty much everyone who works at the laughing heart has a strong interest uh, in wine and so this is an opportunity for them to understand how you can almost build a program from the ground up the, the wine list has obviously got shorter. Are the price points roughly the, the same? Well, yes and no. Like we, we sort of, um, I certainly haven't in terms of a pricing strategy. I haven't changed changed how I price the wines. I, I'm not offering as many wines at the top end that are sort of you know above a hundred pounds or anything, just because I feel like right now it's important to focus on you know making sure that it, the, the the wines are accessible for everyone. But actually. I, you know, I've come to realize, as I think so many people have in this time, 
what is important and uh, you know what's 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 important to 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 the philosophy of 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 my business. And I really feel that uh, that that um, you know I have a, I have this business to run, and you can't deny the overheads and and the, and 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 the price of the wine is the price of the wine, and these are very special things that are available in tiny quantities, and and they they uh, sort of deserve to be represented thusly, you know. And if you don't feel like a wine represents good value for money at, at the price point. That, that, that you that you pay for it, and what you would ultimately need to charge for it, buy something else. And have, have you changed the way the wine list is 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 presented? I mean, presumably it was it was a longer document before. Yeah, well, actually, as it goes, we're not we're, a full wine list is something that we're not currently printing out and offering to everyone. Uh, I mean, we, we we tend to have two or three copies. We've condensed down to a uh, double-sided A4 page as opposed to the. 16-page document that it once was, and the, and obviously the reason for that is because it's not very sustainable to hand people uh, what is effectively a single-use piece of paper. Right now, you know, it would be irresponsible of us to take that document and hand it to another guest. So, uh, what we're instead doing is encouraging the guests to have a conversation with us about what it is that they like and what they're in the they're in the mood for, and let us choose a bottle for them. And uh, the, you know, the staff are really enjoying that, and I think that the guests are as well. Well, thanks very much for, for joining us today, um, and Charlie, and best of luck with it all. Thank you so much, Joe.